0: All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day for this Wednesday, hump day.
1: Do we Go have a uh, speech that she gave?
0: Yes, oh, Cat yeah. Dog
1: has it ready for you, Steve. Play it and then I, will, I have some comments. Good I'm
0: evening, sorry. board members. My name is Melanie Moore. I am the parent of a third and fourth grader in District 2, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to speak with you this evening. The issue I would like to address is the need for equitable education in all areas. But first, I'd like to share a little something personal. I struggle with depression. I have for many years. I've gone to counselors throughout the years and one of the first things they ask me is tell me about your family of origin. Tell me about your past. What happened to you in your past that is causing the current trauma and pain that you're feeling in the same way our country cannot begin to heal until we deal with the pain trauma and hurt from our past. We must teach our children the truth about the past and then show them how to be the change we wish to see in the world. We can help them connect the dots from the awful events of the past to the current issues that face our country so that real change can happen. As members of the white community, we have got to stop pushing the agenda that diversity and truth in education is all about indoctrination, shaming, or placing guilt at the feet of white people. No one is asking you to get up and place your head on the chopping block for the wrongs of the past. People are simply asking for their stories to be heard and taught as ours have been for generations. I would not allow my children to wallow in anger, pain, and self-pity. I would do all I could to help them to be the very best versions of themselves, even if it hurts to point out some painful truths about their behavior. In the same way, we have got to be honest with ourselves and admit that systemic racism is real, that this country was created and prospered under the ideals of white supremacy and that we are responsible for righting the wrongs of our forefathers. We did not create this mess, but we are the ones that have to clean it up, starting with honest, equitable education practices now that will teach our children the hard truths about our past so that they can create a better future. I understand that change is hard, but it's got to come. Racism is alive and well in this country. It's seen in the groups of white men with torches chanting you will not replace us to the fact that in 2021 we still don't have a federal anti-lynching hate crime law. <clears throat> we need to know better and then we need to do better. Happy Pride, happy early g Wow, man. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> you know, Very um, profound. this woman 20. spoke and you would think because uh, she just told the truth. Mm -hmm. The sad thing about truth is, in order to get to it, you have to acknowledge it. You have to admit to it. That's what truth is. Truth is to say, you know what, you're right. You know what, this is what happened. You know what, this is how it, it went down. You have to acknowledge it. The problem in our country is, What she said is that racism is alive and well. Well, it is. And the biggest problem with racism is the people who are racist are the ones who are trying to provide us the definition of racism. When clearly you don't know. Or maybe you do know and you're trying to shuffle it and hide it under the rugs the same way you're trying to remove slavery from the history books. Because you think if you shuffle it under the rug, it didn't happen, it, that's not how it works. And the lady said it eloquently, we deserve to have our stories told, no matter what the scab that you got to pick off in the open sword that it leaves. This is the United States of America. This is what this country was built on. It was created and it thrived on white supremacy. That's our problem today. In 400 years, the same problem we had 400 years with white supremacy, we seeing it again today. It then moved over to the police department. It found its way to the White House. It's alive and well in the Senate. It resides in all these hate groups, the Proud Boys, the Red Boots, the Skinheads, the Klan. And there's more of them, these militias. It's more and more of them, they everywhere, man. They everywhere. America is what it is and you not admitting it is the reason we can't change it. You don't want to call yourself racism because you don't want to admit what you did. But we know what you did. And we still got the scars of what you did. But like the lady said, we ain't asking white folks currently, the ones now, to put their head on the chopping block and pay for the sins of your forefathers. But them was your forefathers. You remember your forefathers, the ones that wrote the Constitution? You remember what it originally said, the ones your forefathers wrote, that women didn't have the right to vote or speak up? Remember that? Your forefathers said that the Negro was three-fifths of a human being. These was your forefathers, not mine. They they were yours. This is what this country is. This country, what it's been. And because you changed the words of the Constitution, you didn't change the original meaning of it. Because you still trying to treat us like we three-fifths of a human being. You won't even pass basic human right law and legislation. To just treat us equal, not superior, not better than we've been getting treated. We just want equal. We want when the police pull us over, they give us tickets, or suspend us, or arrest us, whatever what it is. And we tired of it. We sick and tired. We've had enough thank the athletes and all the celebrities and all the foot soldiers out there and all the organizations that's trying to fight for a better world for us and we're not going to give up and we're going to start by voting when we all org. get your information get ready for the November elections cuz here we come